Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back this week to this week's episode Look at the Territory of the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast Where today we're talking Saturday night on TBS from May the 12th, 1990 You don't want to know what I'm laughing at It's something that has nothing to do with the show Let's just say I'm in a pissy mood And I'm going to laugh it off Doc, how are you? I'm a, I'm the only one here that's living their best life. Joe, you guys yeah. don't out there at the army don't know, but I've been, I had to start get the show started because these two <laughs> shoot job clowns are just like God Almighty. The shoot jobs got me. To, I mean, I was gonna come on here and ask Harper how he spent his twelve thousand five hundred dollars that he made this past week in BTT money, <laughs> but apparently. What we've learned is that you have to buy, you have to spend that money in the BTT company store, <laughs> and a block of government cheese just happens to be twelve thousand five hundred dollars. That's a whole <laughs> lot of fucking t-shirts. Yeah, boy, you I'm, 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 I'm blessed, um, Harper. Why don't you tell the people how you are? I'm doing great. I, I that's guess not, that's not what you said earlier. Yeah, fuck this. <laughs> well. Could you be more specific? This, as in the show, or just shoot jobs? Yeah, yeah. That's the, we got to get bigger. You know, yeah. this is the only podcast that you'll hear this week. I, I guarantee you, this is the only podcast worth the shit that you're going to listen to that is ad free. Maybe we need to change that. I'm starting to think that, especially if somebody's going to throw some serious cash at us. To I mean, I mean, if you think crap. about it. I mean, you can't you can't get three minutes into some of these podcast episodes on Bruh. some of these shows, and you're you're reaching for the fact. And I ain't I ain't ever bought an, a, a a product on there, not once. Yeah, I listened to one. I don't want to say it went into like eight nine minutes before it should start playing. Like the ads were eight to nine minutes before the actual show yeah. opened. Uh-huh. I just kept I hit 15, 50, 15 seconds hit the, on Spotify. And I was like, what the fuck? And it kept going like five. Okay, it's five. Man. It's got to be over by now. Wrong. It kept going and going and going. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I guess on a, on a, on a brighter note, um, hey, all our football teams won. Yeah, that's true. Looking 16-1 Super Bowl suck it, right, Doc? Oh, 100%, dude. Do you see how we <laughs> pushed the Eagles around? Oh, yeah. The Eagles did good against Atlanta. 
we whooped that ass. I, I mean, know. really, if 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 we didn't do a couple of normal cowboy type maneuvers, it would have been way worse. I was waiting for you to start the show with your with digs at your favorite listener, Phil Allen. Well, I'm pretty sure he's still putting an ice pack on his asshole after that game. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Bro, Phil was so high at the Wildcat show. Well, then then maybe he didn't feel it, and he, he doesn't need an ice pack. But, but you know, Man, he was I've, I've never been more convinced of anything that we're going 16-1. and one. Now, well, I don't know we what were, we're doing in the playoffs. Uh, we were in Metairie real quick. I think I told it on a show. He was so high, they called him an Uber or a Lyft. He walks up to the yeah. wall car and i'm like phil we're in metairie man make sure you're a brother bro don't the wrong car uh, but go ahead what were you saying doc about um what were you oh, saying 16 and one what super bowl oh yeah you got it oh it's yeah. gonna hurt you when you get your feelings hurt by that team the saints got the giants and the, and the giants are trash Saints are in like a, a, a an altered universe right now. The way they're playing defense, yeah, it's something's. I'm not used to this, man. This is like the the whole script and it's just flipped. It's if they'd have had this defense and during, I know they had good defenses in the last couple of years, but they'd have had this defense when Breeze was in his prime. Oh God, man! I'm but, telling you, football's football's hot. The shoot job's okay. As soon as I figure out how to. Boost a booster shot. I'm going to be all about it, bro. Hey. Okay. Hookers don't fart. They prostitute. Come on. Wow. <laughs> wow. All speaking, right. Speaking of hookers, we've gotten so many more cards and letters from the broads of BTT over the, over the last week. I want to thank all of the ladies out there. Uh, my favorite listeners for everything you do, uh, listening to the show and supporting the show. Oh, you know what comes out Friday, huh? Sopranos. That's right. And then I told Tiffany, I was like, yeah, Friday, that comes out. She's like, really? She has HBO Max. She's like, oh, look, it's on. We can just watch it here. I'm like, this is the death of theaters. It is, bro. Why would you go to that germ-ridden rat infested overpriced shithole when you can just sit at home and uh you know yeah even even when it's on like there was something on disney plus a couple months back that came out or maybe it was another stream platform so even if you were a subscriber you still had to pay for the movie but i was like man you're going to still pay less than if you you and your wife or a kid or two went oh, yeah, bro. to the movie. So, like, even then, I'd say, you know, okay, so let's say they charge 20 bucks for it, right, on, on the app. That's nothing compared to what you're going to spend if you actually go to the damn movie theater. And, look, if you want popcorn and candy, just Shit. do it at home. You better get a loan out and fucking do that. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you want, if at home, if you're going to want that, but... I mean, look, if I can watch it at home legally is the key words here, I'm going to do it. I'm going to pay a whole lot less. Because, you know, I'm the champ said you I'm shouldn't steal. I'm a whole lot more. But for the convenience, that's true. I know how you are. But, you know, you're rich. So, I mean, hey. True. I mean, I just don't want to. I mean, 
I can't envision a future where I want to be around a bunch of coffin morons. All right. Well, spe- special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly. Disrespectfully classy, Barky Blassie, by Children Joe Ice. Thank you for your generous support. And one new patron this week, Kevin E. Thanks for signing up on Kevin. Or thanks for signing up Kevin on Patreon. And if you're not a patron, become one. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Capital Combat is coming up soon. And the only way you can get that within the next two weeks is on Patreon at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Uh, Doc, what other flips and dives do you have for us uh, before we get into this week's Saturday night? Man, I don't think I have much. I mean, there's no five-star reviews. Yeah, what's up with that? Oh, 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 I got something. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, man. I saw the champ on my TV screen this past week. It was America's Most Wanted. (laughs) That's no way to talk about that's no way to talk about Oren. Oh, whoa! <laughs> Darren only said it 60 times on the uh, show. Did y'all watch the video of Darren eating the octopus? What? I saw that. I, yeah. Well, that shit looked like a goddamn... You remember those octopuses that would... Those sticky things that would come into cereal boxes? That you would yes. throw them against the wall? That's what this shit looked like. I, 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 that looked gross, Hopper. It was gross. It was straight up full. An octopus was just sitting there, like six and of the, them. And the D-man was eating them. He ate one. And, and then he said it, it wasn't that good. It, it, I, I mean, to be honest, the whole restaurant was fucking shit from top to bottom. But uh, it's just... And the thing is, if they don't bring out the other shit until the shit that's on it that you ordered is gone. So I was like, what the fuck are you going to do you know, with the other ones? He just wrapped them up in a napkin and put them on a plate. <laughs> you got to send it to Doc some kind of way because he ain't on Facebook, so he won't see the video. Oh. But yeah, Darren looked a little disgusted, even though he did eat it. Ugh. Yeah. That looked gross, dude. It was was nasty. Well, I thought the champ was really woke on TV. I mean, I think that was pretty awesome. God. Yeah. I mean, he was an ally. That's a great thing, Um, right? James Mitchell. That's nice, Doc. James Mitchell, somebody's going to work themselves into a shoot over those the last 10 seconds of your comments or whatever. (laughs) That's their Um, problem. uh, (laughs) James Mitchell posted something on Twitter because – like we've talked about this, they edit they edit out a lot of stuff. I mean, they're talking to these guys for hours on end when they're interviewing them, yeah. and um, you know, for only a forty some odd minutes of runtime. And James posted something about the timeline, the way it was presented on Dark Side related to Canyon and the NWO, uh, and how it made it sound like, you know, his push died because of that. And it was just a bunch of stuff. So I don't want to read it verbatim, but he posted a series of tweets about how, look, you know, they, they basically edited this stuff together. You, you only got bits and pieces of it in the show, but it was very much explained in sequence when they interviewed him. So for what that's worth, I just thought I'd point that out if anybody is interested in seeing what he said on Twitter about it. Cause I mean, they do, they, they're, they're splicing it all up. And no, that doesn't mean that Tommy Dreamer's comments weren't dumb. Those were still stupid comments. 
So I watched the episode uh, with Mrs. Doc. And at one point, she was talking about our good friend, Mr. Van Horn. She goes, man, that guy's a lot nicer than I would be. He He's getting punched and all kinds of shit. I'm like, you do know he's a friend of ours. She's like, a friend of whose? <laughs> I was like, well, he wants to hang out with me and Mike the next time he's through the area. Do you want to tag along? She got quiet. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tiffany goes, how does he get his eyebrows like that? I was like, they fucking grow like that. Satan does it for him. <laughs> 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 these bitches, man, they don't understand uh, that. Dude, they, will look at, they will look at some <laughs> circus clown on TV and understand how they did their, their makeup, but can't understand how wrestling works. Boy, I was, you took the words out of my mouth when Carver said what he said. I'm like, has she seen some of the clowns on TV with these women due to their faces? Boy, that's yeah. nothing what he did to his eyebrows. Hey, man, can you seem like a good troubled young man? R.I.P. There's your, there's your review of Dark Side. No, we couldn't do it tonight. I was, I don't want to get into it. We were gonna do something. Man, I gotta tell you the 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 shoe job is trying to finger your booty hole, mm. but in you know, a bad way. Yeah, I know. Are they doing it without a finger cut or with one on it? I don't know. It's up to you. Yeah, I mean, this is this is your world, dude. Yeah, this is your butthole. I mean, what do you want? What do you want to have happen here? <laughs> Yeah. On that note, let's start getting into Saturday night because we're talking May 12th of 1990 and this was a short episode. God bless the person who plus. who did tape this thing for us because what they did was they cut out the replay clips. And if I know Doc, he did the Javorski and cranked a few off knowing that they cut these replays out. Uh, am I wrong, Doc? Um. No, it was great. I was too, I was busy jerking and writing and 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 all kinds of stuff. Did your paper stick together or what? No, Maybe. Come on. Hold on. Let me see. Oh, come on. Come on, Hopper. I mean, what the hell, bro? What's all this? We're talking about Jared, Jared cranking off and doing a Jaworski. Whoa, what the, the, the what? Man, come on, Hopper. I mean, talk about Bruno. Talk about JYD. You know, what the Bruno talk? Don't we need to talk about AEW at Arthur Ashe like every other low-rent podcast in the world? Tell me about it. Jeez. No, oh, I guess you didn't like it, but whatever. I didn't All even right, watch so, How about that? I, I didn't, I didn't I was, see it either. I was too busy watching this. Well, what so this show... Shoes for your feet? Shoes for... What is it, Harper? Shoes, shoes for, your, for your feet. Pocket for, for your stuff. Don't knock ruse, man. All right, so the show opens up. We we do see a clip of the end of the Luger and Flair match from Worldwide and Barry Windham returning that we talked about last week. Uh, so all that happened, and again, just the replay. Uh, we then head to who to the taping where Cornette he's angry and he can't wait to get his stuff in. If you watch him here, I'm gonna play this uh, minute worth of audio so you can see just how angry and listen to how angry Corny is as he's with Jr. 
the World Championship Wrestling here on TBS. I'm Jim Ross, along with Jim Cornette. I want to welcome you, ladies and gentlemen, to the program. We are one week away from Capital Combat 90, the return of RoboCop. We'll talk about that. We have Lex Luger and Sting both here live in this program. Plus, we'll see Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert take on Samu and much more great action, including the United States Tag Team Champions who will be here momentarily. You know what I'm upset about? On May 19th, the Capital Combat... Flying Brian and Z-Man are taking on the Midnight Express for the U.S. title, and they are going to put me in a cage at ringside during that match. Now, I, I would expect it from the N.W.A. to treat me like a stinking, low-down, dirty, slimy animal. But I tell you something, Pillman and Zeke, even with me in a cage or out in the parking lot, the Midnight Express is still a better team than you are. They're going to take those belts. Read the newspapers. In Washington, D.C., you got a better chance than anywhere else in the country of getting murdered. May 19th, Pillman and Zink, your chances are better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, Gary Capetta standing by for our first match on World Championship Wrestling. All right, Corny's angry. He doesn't want to be in a cage during the U.S. title match. Doc, any thoughts on uh, Corny's anger right there? Is it uh, misguided or should he be a little happier, you know, being that he's going to be in a cage? I don't give a shit about that. I like the line where he's like, your chances are better than most. Well, that's a good point. Hey, uh, why, what if we're, I mean, if we're not trying to be Southern, that cage is Betty Lou, bruh. Yeah, you notice how they didn't say it, though, huh? No. Oh. We have to be embarrassed. But, yeah. so, I haven't rewatched this yet in a while. I don't think he's above the ring, though. I think he's, like, ringside. <laughs> he pulled some creative, con creative control on that bullshit. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Uh, Harper, any thoughts on Corny right there and his anger? He's fucking ready to roll. He's pissed. He's not happy. That's for damn. Did sure. you hear in the open that it was Tony Schiavone in that recap? Uh, I didn't make a note of it, but I mean, we've heard him now a few more times, and he did the promo last week with Sting that you loved. No, my thing is he went up north and just learned how to yell real loud. He was screaming in that like he would later on in the nineties. Boy, on Nitro, he did scream a lot. Yeah, we're coming to you live from uh, the, the the who gives his shit Civic Center in Topeka, Kansas. The club Lavilla. Yeah. Not only this that, like during the night in the history of our sport. Yeah. During the during the matches, he would scream. He even said though, in the early years of his podcast, he he said, "Man, by by the time Nitro was done and WCW was done, he was like." My voice was shot. He was like, I, I couldn't go anymore. I just, there was nothing there. And I guess you're right. We're seeing the beginning of it here. All right, so we keep moving. And the first match is Brian Pillman and the Z-Man, who are, again, the U.S. Tag Team Champions. They're taking on Mark Kyle, Killer Kyle as we knew him in Smokey, and Rick Fargo. JR reminds us that one week, one week from tonight is Capital Combat, the pay-per-view. Z-Man and Pillman are going to win this match in just under two and a half minutes. Uh, another note about the pay-per-view. So the pay-per-view is one week from tonight, but the way they do, I think the Saturday night next week is they do the Saturday night and they uh, air it and then the pay-per-view is after it. So they kind of make it look like, you know, they're they're leading up to the pay-per-view what and whatnot. Doc, any thoughts from this match? Can you run it back to 420, please? We're at 420.30, so hold on. That's not hard at all. Uh, well, we're at 413. Here we go. What we got? I actually thought this was nice. Pillman got up there. And I mean, I know they're shooting up at it with the angle. Like shit. Why? The way he brought him down? 
Oh, well, that's Zink's fault. Oh, Zink said to just let him go, and the yeah. guy took the bump. Look at that. Flying Zinks. I'm surprised you didn't say that was the Road Warriors finisher, because you like to do that for everything. That's not, the, that's not what the Road Warriors do. Really? I thought you said no. that's what it was. You told me that earlier. No. Yeah, you did. No. Oh, you did. No. Okay, so you're lying now. All right, that's fine. Okay. Doc, any other thoughts on Pillman and Z-Man here? Say what you will, but the crowd cheered when they won. Yeah. They don't like them. I remember as a kid, the Z-Man being, you know, one of the main guys. I mean, and he then, had a... And then you grew up. Yeah. A lot of the guys in the Facebook group were like, man, we liked Z-Man back then. I'm like... Hey. Yeah. You also picked your nose and ate it. I mean, grow the fuck up. Uh, come on. Okay. What? The, you know, do you always have to insult listeners? I mean, yeah. Anyway, uh, Hopper's friend. Chris, this shit. What do you think? Hopper's friend, Chris Zaha. I'm sorry, Zoncha. Zaha. Uh, Zoncha. Uh, Hopper's friend, uh, Chris Zoncha. He loved the Z Man. He says it all the time. He's like, I thought Z Man was badass. And, you know, I, when you're young, I guess so. Badass. You know, I'm just, I'm just giving, giving you a hard time. <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time, Zuka or Zaha. Zaha. Uh, uh, he's Zaha. one of my favorites on there. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the Steiners. Boy, thirty seconds of a promo, Doc. I want your honest thoughts when you, uh, when we come out of this. Dumb, hey dumber. I guess you're gonna do it again. Why don't all you people come down to Washington and come down to the dog pound and see the dog face and the wild thing? Do I think a ring with Doom? You know, you know, Doom. Everybody's saying that we're going in the ring and we're hurting everybody. Well, maybe that's good advice. Maybe you should take it. One week away. Yeah, you know, before you guys get suplexed, before you guys feel the pain like everybody else has. Oh. That was not one of their better promos. Doc, your thoughts? No. That was Tim you- Horner level. Why didn't he just redo it? Yeah, why didn't they just stop and redo it? Yeah, it was not live TV. It was 31 seconds. That's what got me. It's like, just just recut it, right? Yeah. You're not in front of a crowd either, even if it was taped. It's like, just just redo it. Uh, I don't get it, man. I'll give them a pass. They're usually not bad. So, any other thoughts, Doc, before I keep going? No, that was not good. It wasn't, no. and you know, I mean, you got a pay-per-view in a week. It's like, come on, can we do something a little more? We got Lex Luger and the Horsemen, again, their feud on the recap. This is one of the recaps that's missing. Corny and JR throw to it, but it's clipped from the copy we have, so thank God for that. And then after that, we are going to go to a promo with Lex Luger. Doc, I'm going to play this because, again, we don't have a ton to play from uh, from this week's show, so let's go to this Look right how now. big Luger is here. He's huge. You mean jacked or tall? Yes. Which one? Oh, I got you. All right. Well, here's the promo. Let's listen to, to Luger. And Luger, this is the golden opportunity in seven days. Man, Jim Ross, it is so hot in here right now under these lights. But it's going to be even hotter for Ric Flair just one week from the night. The hottest that it has ever been because you've thrown obstacles in my way time after time right in my path and I stepped over through and on every single one that you have. 
You have never deterred me. My objective, Jim Ross, and for everybody out there, has never been more crystal clear. Now, Ric Flair, despite everything you've done, every beating I've took, every kick, every punch, I'm still standing here bigger and stronger and more fired up than I have ever been in my career. It's put up or shut up time for Lex Luger. You've been in a cage before. You've been in a time match before. This is my first shot at you in a cage. And baby, I'm coming out the new world heavyweight champion. Lex Luger is ready. It's one week from tonight. And now let's take a look at this week's A&W. Bring so the king of the slams. I got a question I want to ask y'all about Luger when we do the pay-per-view. But I'll hold off until then. Related to him in this match. Uh, Doc, what are your thoughts on Luger right there? I thought he was pretty this, good. It's Yeah, he's fine. This is just more goofy booking. So Sting's not retiring, and he's coming back at the pay-per-view. But Luger's getting the title shot. Well, yeah, we got to promote RoboCop. Yeah, RoboCop's back. I didn't know I say, fucking left. <laughs> I say that sarcastically when I say, yeah, because we got to promote Lo- RoboCop. I'm mesmerized by those, by all that heritage in the ring. (laughs) Boy, so, Harper, any thoughts on Luger, or can we go to the next match? It sounded good. I thought he was good, too. I mean, look, he's he's doing what he can, he's doing doing what he needs to do in a a short episode, mentioning his match, talking it up, and he says he's going to come out the new world champion. I mean, that's what he should say, and he's fired up. Every time I see Luger cut a promo without his shirt on, no, man, I just think back to the days when Luger's, just bone dry, and by the end of the two minutes, he's <laughs> pouring liquid off of him like someone just dumped a five-gallon bucket of water on him, which is on our YouTube channel if you ever want to listen to us talk about that. Anyway, we'll keep moving. We got the Southern Boys, Tracy Smothers and Steve Armstrong from the heart of the Southlands is how they're introduced, versus Kevin Sullivan and Cactus Jack. Uh, So... I said last week that they made their debut actually like in the ring uh, at one of the tapings, but uh, you know it wasn't televised. So we they have been here. This is their Saturday night debut, though, and we see these two teaming up. And you know, man, it's crazy. We covered Tracy's whole career at Smokey. Now he gets to live up his WCW career. Uh, Doc, uh, before I go into what goes on in this match, I uh, thought I'd get some thoughts from you if you got anything. Nothing like some Confederate baby faces. That's right. In Georgia, man, what do you expect? I mean, we what can't other say... kind of Confederate is there? Right, Mike? <laughs> well, well, I mean, I'm just like, like, what do you want them to do, man? They're in Georgia. It's a Southern promotion. I don't give a damn what Jim Hurd wants it to be. So, they got bro. stars and bars on. But we couldn't call it Betty Lou. But, you know, as soon as the Freebirds are done fighting with the rock and roll over who gets rock and roll, then they're going to go to the young to the Southern boys and fight over who gets the start of <laughs> Confederate flag. <laughs> they have a war over who, who they the real Southerners I mean, are. If I'm not mistaken, they open like three or four pay-per-views in a row here coming up. Uh, Yeah, yeah. They they do transition into a feud uh, shortly. Yeah, if you were so uh with the free birds and and, and then, uh, Michael P. S. has uh Michael P. S. Hayes kept saying how they're from Wisconsin and they're not really from the South. They smell yeah. like cheese. 
it's it's yeah doc nailed it they're gonna feud over the south i guess in the stars and bars i don't know how else to say it man 1990 wcw now corny does say in the middle of this match i've never seen an armstrong that couldn't wrestle so that was good yeah i mean they could all wrestle some were better than others obviously but so can yeah. you go to twelve fifteen and tell me if Zink and Pillman didn't just do the same move? Okay, hold on. So I want to play this because Cactus hits Tracy with this, you know, over the top rope clothesline, and Nick Patrick calls for a DQ. Look at it, boy, that looks good. Yeah, it went over. Took a Tracy takes a hell of a bump because he goes into the barricade, and then they're gonna spill back in, but uh. I think Nick Patrick called. I thought he called from the DQ. Maybe I took the wrong note. But anyway, after the match, Cactus Sullivan and uh, Cactus and Sullivan continue to beat down Tracy and, and Steve Armstrong. And then, what timestamp did you say? Twelve? What, Doc? Fifteen. Well, we're about to get there now, so let's go to it. All right, twelve oh five. This move right here. You want to know the only difference? He's off the top rope. Yep. Yeah, Armstrong does a missile drop kick off the top on the cactus and, versus Pillman and, did it standing. And it looked better. Yeah. All four guys here, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. All that four guys are the top. extremely talented. You're right. That was the over the top. All four guys extremely talented, too. Uh, Look at Sullivan. He, oh, shit. That hurts. Every time he does that trio, well, like, damn. Uh, So what, what else were you going to say, Doc, before I close out this thing? Good match. I like all four guys. Let's keep this thing rolling. Yeah. So at the end of this, like I said, Tracy and they're they're getting beat down. Him and Steve. So Norm. Well, thank uh, God for Norman who comes in. What Jesus the fuck? Christ. Norman. Imagine how bad things have broken down if you need Norman to save your ass. Norman comes in, and he saves. Scott and Steve, and then Bigelow comes in and attacks Norman. Yeah, get him, bam, bam. Here comes Captain Mike in the mix. No shade on him. Humperdinks on the ring apron. Lots of stuff going down. It's a wild brawl. The baby faces do end up clearing the ring at the end of this thing. Uh, even Abdullah's out there throwing punches at Sullivan. Abdullah is a baby face. Is the just. I continue to be amazed at the stupidity of it. Jim heard we have heard enough. Doc, any thoughts before we keep going and we look at Missy plugging the main event? What, doing what? She's plugging the NWA main event show. That's Speaking the right plugging. Yeah, that's the right <laughs> verb, bro. <laughs> Y'all are filthy. I'm sorry. I can't help it. She's a very attractive woman. <laughs> All right. So, what? Go ahead, Hopper. Uh, what's their uh, entrance music? I'm just curious. Who? Who's who's Southern music? Boys. What was oh, that? Damn. What was that David Allen Coe song where he made the race record? Oh, you had the race one. record. Yeah, he had the N word in a few of his songs. And oh. Well, I mean, piss that on him. It down. Wow, he had that many songs with that word in it? I he had a few. So, huh? Yeah. Wow. Uh, 
I didn't take note and I would have would not have known if I would have, uh, you know, written it down <laughs> or heard it. Doc, you have no you don't you don't recall. Mm-mm. I can I can I can ask Siri. Hold on. <laughs> OK, uh, Harper, it's like right around the 830 mark of this show. If you do go back and listen, if I play it here, I'm going to have to go back and clip yeah, it out. on YouTube. Yeah. All right, well, we keep going, and we've got another promo. we got the Horseman, Flair, Wyndham, Oleon, and Woman is out here, and Flair, and that ridiculous ponytail is back. Let's see what they got to say in their promo this week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's all on the line. Ric Flair, Lex Luger, first time ever in the cage for the world title, and the Horsemen are indeed at full strength. Watch out, Sting and Robocop. Jim Ross? People, you're about to find out that the manhunt is over. <laughs> what she is saying to the wrestling world is, now we have the ace, the trump card, so that next Saturday night, not only am I going to beat Lex Luger in the cage, not only is he going to bleed from coast to coast? He is going to be the most embarrassed athlete alive. Because when you get beat in the cage, it's all over. Tell him rock. <laughs> Come on in here. Just when everybody thought it couldn't get any better, take a look. This is going to be the addition, the brand new addition. Now we are at full strength. And if anybody has any doubt about what the horseman can do, take a look at the man that's going to take care of RoboCop. RoboCop, I'm six foot nine, 320 pounds. I am the real man of steel in the NWA, and you better learn to like it. <laughs> what an ad, what a, an addition! It's real full strength. Six. I don't want to be around the six nine. Can you believe it? Flair takes Luger, the horseman takes Sting, and the bucket of bolts goes to Sid Vicious. Tell him about it, Barry. We have amassed the true powers of professional wrestling right here. And with the big man on our side, we can't lose. Luger, Sting, it's the end. You may as well give up, because from now on, we dominate professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Ross, in my own articulate way, I'm going to spell it out for the entire world. If you think we're playing stack the deck in Washington, D.C., the most violent city in the country, where murder runs rampant, we're bringing the violence to Washington, my friend. If you think R2-D2 and Sting on one leg and Luger can buck these odds, you are out of your noodle. Tell him they say one thing to Ted Turner and to everybody out there. I don't care if you're five years old or 50 years old. This guy is 6'10". He weighs 350 pounds. He's going to eliminate Robocop and Sting. One, two, three, four, five. We're going to break your leg again. Think about that thing when you walk that aisle. We're going to break your leg again. The following. 
Hopper, can I ask you a question about Flair right here? Uh. Tell me if I'm right. Does he look like a cheap used car salesman with that stupid ponytail? Oh, yeah, he does. Bray, you don't even know this, but in Eastbound and Down, Will the show, Will Ferrell plays yeah. a car dealership owner, and it's based off of Ric Flair, dude. It looks just <laughs> like this. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No idea, but that's uh, interesting. You should live a little. Yeah. Okay. Maybe stop drinking so much Henny and, and, and it's broaden your horizons. i tell you what I do to feel about this. And I have a feeling you're going to agree with me, Doc. Ric Flair is a horseman, yes. Arn is a horseman, yes. Barry is a member of the horseman, yes. I don't like Sid Vicious as a member of the horseman. No one did. No one did, but here's the thing. Why wouldn't that be the end of the show? Right. Like, oh, shit, they got another dude. Holy crap. So you're saying you don't like the way it was formatted? It was no. terrible. Terrible. And then they just kind of walk him out. He wanders out, and he's in a tuxedo. Why? <laughs> By the way, Harper, when we do uh, Capital Combat, it's a pay-per-view, so we're going to need you to tux up, all right? Oh, God. We, we, it's, a big, it's a big event. And we wear tuxes for it, okay? You okay. go cover the you, get, you go cover cover the event, Doc. Yeah, you can't show up dressed like Oli trying to make it to the church mixer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he does so, dress like shit, huh? <laughs> yes. Somebody's uncle there for the beer and the ribs at the barbecue. <laughs> you know, Flair's wearing a suit and he's you know, dress like he's. Why did Barry lift his glasses for like half a second there for no reason? I don't know. What were you about to say, Hopper? Cut Hopper off, man. He just looks. He, he's 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 uh, going to Home Depot to buy some nails. Yeah, and he's wearing the same really thing every week. Doesn't really have a project he's working on. Just figured he needed some nails. <laughs> <laughs> okay, promo wise, uh, what did you have from this, Doc? Bro, Arn, we are bringing the violence. Did you, so did you catch, though, when he said R2-D2? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I bet you, if anybody <laughs> had been paying attention, that would not have gone over well. Look, Arn, we're trying to get this movie over. But Bruh, I bet nobody I, said a word. I bet you it flew, if heard, even heard it, it flew over his head. Because he wouldn't equate it. A Robocop. He'd be like, oh, that kid's thing, R2D2, whatever. And Flair was good here. He's ramping up. He was like, we're going to break your leg. I don't care who you are. Come get some. We'll beat up five year olds. That's heel work. <laughs> R2D2. <laughs> oh, man. It's all Robocop. Imagine, like, you know, Corny's always mad at Omega for, or, or some, you know, the young bucks for the birthday party. Imagine a little kid runs in the ring and Rick just chest chops an eight-year-old and their heart stops beating. I mean, that'd be Jesus. great. Why? No, it wouldn't. That's terrible. I mean, not the heart stop, but just, you know, lifting the kid out of the ring, you know. Hard pass on that. The views and thoughts of Doc Turner do not stand for BTT corporate. Hey, anyway. we're just having fun here, right? I agree. Nobody, uh, keep... listens, to, nobody listens to this show anyway, right? Yeah, right. Uh, all right. So any other thoughts on the promo, Doc? I, I, it's one of those things where I wonder what 
I wish we, I wish we had a truth serum and we could hear what was going on internally in Oli's head as he's talking instead of what came out of his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> probably this big tall asshole. I bet he called him the F word, the British cigarette. Oh, okay. All right, so Oli. Yeah. God, we can't talk about anything around you. You're too woke, dude. I'm not woke. Don't worry about you that. To, you need to settle down. Oh, whatever. Sure. Uh, we keep moving. I, I Actually, you're the woke one that gets offended by everything outside of this show. That's the irony of it all. Jeez. You fucking snowflake. Okay. Eddie Gilbert is going to take on Samu here. And Pee Wee Anderson, uh, get, he hurts his knee during the match. And Samu wins <laughs> I'm laughing at him as he sells his knee. Samu ends up falling over him, and Gilbert pins Samu as he fell over Pee Wee. Uh, here it comes. It's so stupid looking. Oh. One, two, three. I, when I watched this, I could not stop laughing because Samu goes to pick Eddie up, and Pee Wee is a part of the finish as he sells his knee and he's crawling on the ground, and Samu falls over Pee Wee, and Eddie pins him. Doc, your thoughts on this uh, elaborate finish? This was goofy. <laughs> Why is he wearing those fucking pants? Yeah, I was going to say something about those pants, but I'm going to let Harper. What kind of pants do those look like? It looks like, remember at WCW, they had that, that like job guy? Like Goldberg used to always beat him. Jerry Flynn? Yeah. No. He wore pants like that, didn't he? Dude, I thought those were like those stupid windbreaker pants from back in the nineties. Oh, oh yeah, the uh, what do they call them? Parachute pants. Yeah, or track pants or whatever. The, yeah. I mean, I thought that's what that was when I first. Get his dirty ass feet up in the air. Or <laughs> barefooted in center stage. That's gross. Yeah, that is fucking gross. Walk around there. This... No, do you know how disgusting a fucking floor is? Or the wrestling mat. Yeah, right. The floor is the most disgusting surface there is. It's it's worse than a fucking toilet seat. That's true. Harper's it right. Is. I mean, just think the average floor, like like at your, you know, at your uh, the Kroger's down the street or your oh. fucking Walmart, because everything you step in gets tracked in there. And everyone else, too. So the floor is disgusting. I feel like this is the lost episode edition of uh, Tammy's Tips. It's nah, just saying, I... like, if you walk around an arena barefoot, that's what I have to think about uh, Devon Eric to walk around barefoot. Imagine how disgusting. Yeah, but I bet if you do that long enough, you are you got snagglefoot so bad that it's, you got, it's just, uh. it, it's just a layer of callus around your foot. No, uh, you just oh. so back in like I think it was eight was it eighty five I don't know if it was eighty five. It was it was when Gino was there. So I don't remember the exact year. If it was eight it was in if it was in eighty five. He wrestled a match against Kevin Von Eric. And you know Kevin was generally the barefoot one. Yeah. Uh, I say that because the fake Von Eric Lance went barefoot sometimes too. Anyway, Dude, Gino and Kevin are wrestling, and Kevin—the bottom of Kevin's feet are black. Uh, 
I mean, they look like he's, you know how Hopper, if you barbecue and you got to, you know, you got to like soot in the bottom of the, of the barbecue pit. Right. It looked like Kevin stuck his feet in that after it cooled down. I mean, it looked like just soot. Harper, and name, freaking, all the, name all the places that you go barefooted in time. The shower. Okay. The shower, like around the house. Around the house. You don't put socks on? No. Okay. Do you wear your yeah. shoes around the house? No. So you put your shoes at like the entrance of your house, right? I mean, they're in the bedroom, yeah. If, okay. I mean, like if I got to go go outside for something, I put on the, like the, what do you call it? The, like the flops or whatever. Okay. You want me to finish and, what I was telling you? Well, and then there's the swimming pool on the beach and that's it. Right. That's it. That's it. And I wear and I wear beach shoes cuz fuck the ocean, bro. <laughs> Are you done? Are you done? I was going to tell you Gino has Kevin down on the mat. Well, Kevin's got Gino down on the mat. And he's got him in like a, a leg scissors around his, you know, st- waist area. Gino bites Kevin's big uh, toe. No. And uh, I kept uh, thinking to myself, there's that's why he died. no freaking <laughs> way. And I was like, when Lance and I were covering it on Patreon, we both damn near puked. We were like, that's he so bit down on his foot and i'm just thinking dude because you know kevin he's probably walking around in the back pissing at the urinal stepping in st- stepping in you know yeah. bro, you know how you know how That's male urinal saying, how uh, a urinal place must have been a, and it's the sportatorium which is already a freaking right. dump and he's walking around the urine you know pissing and stepping where the urine is and then he's walking down the aisle where lord knows what is on that aisle and then he's in the mat dude the bottom of his feet were black and gino bites his toe in the middle of the match okay menace back no i'm not doing it and there's not a there's not a dollar amount that you could you pay were, me. You were hoping that you could get a, a look from EC Dub back in the late mid to late nineties, so that you could get up there to the bingo hall and, and get your game on. What if it was a clean man's foot? No, I ain't biting Harper's foot, your foot, my own foot. If it was it's, soaking, it's a white in guy's a, foot in a <laughs> in a bathtub. No, you wouldn't, suck, you wouldn't suck on a man's big toe just to get to where you want to go in life. Bro, oh, here's the first thing. Some of these dudes out there love sucking toes, bro. I ain't no toe sucker. I, that ain't that. There's nothing for me. If I ain't sucking a toe of the person I'm married to, I sure ain't sucking a toe of any other dude in this world. Uh, I never for- got the whole foot thing. <laughs> Wait, I can already hear the listeners out there. Yeah, but you some bitches talk about eating ass all the time. <laughs> Charlie's sucking a toe. That shit's in the same zip code as the poon. Yeah. She ain't dragging her ass across the floor at, 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 at fucking Win Dixie. Homer's got a point. That foot's that foot's dirtier than that asshole. If you I, 
if you're dealing with the right lady. This <laughs> is one of those. <laughs> Go ahead, Doc. If, if your girl knows how to wipe her ass, you're going to be all right. Yeah. Maybe I, just that. I mean, most dudes ain't doing that unless, you know, it's fresh out the shower. Cause... Every broad, they wear the dumbest shoes. They wear a bunch of sandals. All that bacteria flying up and get on their feet, and they always have to pumice off the dead skin. Uh. <laughs> most bitches' feet are just hooves. That's, remember what Polly Walnut said about using... He's like, you got to make sure your tennis shoes are tied because yeah. if you're dragging your shoes through the piss at the urinal, you know, and then you go to tie your shoes, you, you, you're basically tying your shoes and you got piss all over your laces. And it's he ain't all in wrong. Hands. He ain't true. wrong. He's not wrong at all. But the point being, Gino took a, I mean, he just put that toe in his mouth and went down on. I was like, oh, gross. Once again, Kevin's foot was black. That's Ugh. disgusting. That is, that is, we have gone down some pretty dark roads in the history of this show, but I don't know that we've ever talked about anything that's that gross. And, and Hopper's talked about some, some, some nasty mm. stuff on, on some, some real foul ass shit. But that right. is, when you think about, dude, just being in the, I went to the sports room one time as a kid. And you just instantly broke out in sweat walking in there. Ugh. It was it was summer, and I mean there wasn't a lick. I mean no air moving. They had those big swamp fans. They didn't do anything. It they was had those... nasty in there. It was gross in there. I think I said this on the air. I have a great aunt that was born like near right at, like the turn of the century in the 1900s. She went to the sportatorium for wrestling like in the 30s or 40s or some shit and got lockjaw because it was found out that they were washing the cups and reusing the cups for, in the concession stands. Oh, God. That, and that was 40 years before <laughs> Kevin's running through there and they ain't cleaned the floors. Dude. <laughs> You can see it too, man. I mean, like, it, it, the story's been told a million times about it being just this primitive building and just, it just really was a dump. And the it way they shot it, though. It was a tin shack. It was. It was, it was a tin shack. Go ahead, Hopper. What were you going to say? Don't talk bad about it. It was wrestling Mecca, but let's be real. I saw someone share, like, it was something on some Facebook. I, I'll follow the the world-class on the sportium sportatorium facebook page and and they sh they shared pictures of, of the locker room i'm like god that looks like it's from world war ii harper you got a little touch of deep state harper going on deep not much just a little yeah now, they did they had the fans but up high they had those windows that they would open, you know, the ones that had like the arm on them where you can kind of like halfway hey, open when them. When it's hundred degrees outside, that don't help no. the damn thing. I know. Yeah, that's what I was about real. to say. But you could you could kind of see like there's times when you can see them open, like when they're shooting from the floor and you can see up high, uh, where you can see them open. But dude, there's there's no way. Uh, you know, I've talked to a number of people who work there during the summertime. They're just like. It was just sweltering, man. It was it's hotter in there than it was outside because of the heat. So you got normal wrestler foot. Then you got 
Sportatorium wrestler foot. And then you got like Von Eric. Like they may get so whacked out on drugs that they forget to bathe for like a few days. Oh wow. Come on. What? But Gino chomp down on the foot and let's that's keep the, going. That all, is all of this because Doc said, look at his foot, how dirty it is when Samu went back on <laughs> got pinned. All right. Ugh. There go ahead, Hopper. Were you about to say before Nothing. I keep going? I'm just thinking it's just it's it's fucking gross. It's, it's so it, gross. I, I, all I ever think of when I think of Kevin or any barefoot wrestler out there is, you know, they're not walk. He, you know, he's walking to the urinal before he goes. Well, you don't out. think he has flip flops at the at the? At the... I don't, bro. I just yeah. don't. He probably just said, "Fuck it." I, I just even if he did have flip flops, the piss is splashing. You're walking through the piss. It's just a dirty place, man. Yeah. Anyway, keeping it moving, uh, the Rock and Roll Express, they do. No, no, uh, we need to go back. I want to hear Rock and Roll. Why? I thought Morton was good. Okay, I wanted to play something from the Freebirds, but here, we'll go to Morton. Don't judge Morton by 2020 standards. Judge it by 1990, and this is a good promo. We said he's going to say something very similar like two years later in Smoky Mountain, and we're like, he's got the rap. He's got that rap like a preacher, so this is the same. All right, here it is. battle it will be, and let's look at the history of their feud. The best rock and roll around. What happened, the brother and I, we come out there, we don't not only beat you once, but we beat you twice. What, what? do you want to do? You want to jump us from behind and leave us laying. Let me tell you something, guys. The fight has just begun. You sure got that right, Robert. You're the ones that pushed the point, brother. Let me tell you something. We've been down many, many highways, and every road we took led us right to the top. You see, because there's one thing, one reason why. It's because we believe in two things, and that's the man upstairs and in ourselves. But you say it says in the Bible, so I know it's true. Oh, it's an eye go. for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. So Michael Hayes and Jimmy James, you come on, brother. You're not going to get us from behind anymore because we're going to be watching every step you make. The best thing I know that you can do is to watch what the Rock and Roll Express is going to do to you. We don't care what it takes, brother. We've been in many wars before. Other than that, we have been world tag team champions four different occasions. We know what it's like. We know what it's like to be on top. We're not out here copying you, brother. We are the Rock and Roll Express. And, brother, we're going to prove to you that we are the best. How you doing? Now, I need you to go right back to the beginning of that promo real quick. I need to look at something. Right. With the eye for eye. and a, That's from a Charlie Daniels song, Simple Man. That's from the Bible or some shit. No, it's it's from a Charlie Daniels song. I know. Hey, right here. Look at Gibson's hands. Are they cleaner or dirtier than Kevin Von Erich's feet? Take a look. Let's see. (laughs) They're cleaner. Come on, Look at that finger. (laughs) Something's wrong with that hand. Where do you think it's been? I'm not coming. Oh boy! Hey, hey, Gibson, come here. Let me smell your finger. Yeah, it smells like all, weed and badizzy. All I know is, <laughs> I know we're. I know they're not in Smoky yet, but this is Smoky Mountain Wrestling Rock and Roll cutting that promo. I like. I thought it was four good. time world champion, brother. Hey, he started hitting the Bible on him, and the man upstairs. All he needed was you nice people. <laughs> that was <it. laughs> and, a, and a collection plate to pass around. That was it. That was it. <laughs> All right, let's go to the Freebirds here because Hayes is 
gonna start preaching I, to you. You want me to guess what I think you're talking about here? Go ahead. Is it the term release time? I don't have that written down. I got something else. But that's an inside joke between us. Yeah, nobody would get it. But, but not yeah. like most people are thinking, you dirty minded bastards. Oh, released. No, this is, we can't tell you on air what, what we're talking about. It's we would get in a lot of All trouble. Right, let's so let's keep let's let's see what Garvin and Hayes have to say in response to the R and R. Whoa, whoa. I didn't sleep at all, baby, because I've been thinking about how good it's going to feel when we take these leather straps and we lay them across the backs of those imitating rock and roll express. Not like with James Brassman. Oh, I feel good. And you know he does just get released. But talking <laughs> about release, sometimes we have to release frustration. And parents out there, I know you understand frustration when your children will not cooperate. When your children will not listen, no matter how many times you tell them not to, they still do. And no matter how much it hurts you, deep down inside, you come to a point that you've got to let loose and get that point across. Found a way to get the point across. Mm-hmm. Capital Combat 90, return a Robocop. Goodbye, rock and roll. No, my point, Doc, what I had was, that was a true statement when he said, you know, parents, you know how it is when your kids don't listen. Boy, do you. That's what I had written down. But then I caught the release time statement and, boy, you ain't kidding. <laughs> um. It's, Two inside baseball, I, though, man. Yeah, that's inside inside baseball. That's a good promo because it's like I, you know, I don't like that rock and. I mean, I don't like those free birds, but he's got a point there. Yeah, my kid goes crazy sometimes, and you know. And you couldn't cut that promo today, though. No, they cancel him today. Harbor, any I, thoughts man, on the free birds? I, I, I got, I got Latrell's attention the other day. Big What'd time. You do? You wave a, you uh, like you uh, wave the pistol around. Shot off a couple <laughs> rounds. Well, only after my fourteenth beer. <laughs> Come here, boy. I would not joke like that. <laughs> but go ahead. That's hard for making jokes. I just, you know, I don't want to cut him off. Um, we were out at the soccer fields, and his little sister was had just like balled out, like was was doing awesome. But they had to, Mike, this is your most favorite day of the year. Youth Sports Picture Day. Wow. It's the worst day on the calendar. Worst day. Stupid. I mean, it is is on par with the day that you got to come back after Christmas. You know, you've been off for Christmas. So we're standing there in line, and we're ready to go. And Latrell took... His sister's bottle of Gatorade away from her and opened it and drank it. Her post-game drink. Uh-oh. And so we're in line to get pictures, and she starts crying. Oh, no. And I'm like, it's okay. We'll get you another one. We'll get you. And she, she, she's inconsolable, and it's time yeah. for her to go. Thoughts and, and prayers, I, dog. I looked at him. And I don't know what I what I what look I was conveying, but he took like a step back just with the look. <laughs> and then I said, 
you're lucky. Because what I want to do is drop your pants and spank your bare ass out here. <laughs> Can't do that in 2021, man. Man, I'd have just had to go get in my car and drive straight to the jail and say, I'm checking in. For what? Can't be you can't be you can't be whooping your kid in public, bro. Yeah. You can't. Oh can't. I, that you can't tell do you. it private. Right. So if you can't do it in private, you sure as hell can't do it out of the cycles. <laughs> I ever tell you back in ninety nine, uh, a friend of mine's his, his what's now his is his uh kid's mother. They were in a grocery store and kid was acting up, so she wore his ass out in the st- in the middle of Winn Dixie in New Orleans East Harper. Beat, <laughs> beat him silly. This woman starts staring at her like, like, what are you doing? And then she chimes in, You shouldn't do that to that child. Why are you doing that to that child? She looked at that woman and said, You want some of this too? that's how it used to be and this is in like 1999 so it was even worse in the 80s and beyond but yeah man you can't do that boy if you do that nowadays they call 911 on you you'd be in jail yeah they would yeah anyway oh that's nice doc thanks for shooting him that shot well speaking of shooting a shot we got dutch mantel who we ain't seen dutch in a while on this promotion at least i don't think so yeah, it's been a while, a few years. Maybe 86-ish, 87? Yeah, anyway. Uh, the the uh, Kansas Jayhawks. That's right. That's what I thought, him and Bobby. Uh, Dutch is going to win. He hits that, he, basically, a short-arm clothesline here. And he, and he beats, caught it, too. Mm-hmm. It looked good. Paul Drake. It did look good. Anyway, Dutch Mantel, former guest on the show. Any thoughts on how this all went down, Doc? Was he a guest on our show, or were you a guest on his show? Both. Oh, really? I don't remember yeah. that. That's back when we used to have guests when we gave a shit. Mm, we still have guests. I, I mean, the champ, we, I'm sorry. But notice Luke you didn't Hoff. fight me on the, when we gave a shit. What? You didn't fight me on the we don't give a shit part. <laughs> well, I mean, we give a shit. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, like you always say, you're the star, right? One of. One of two. One. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, any other thoughts on Dutch and Paul Drake, Doc? Good to see Dutch back, man. Yeah, agree. Hopper, anything for you? I used to have his card. I don't know what the fuck I did with it. Did you say Dutch's card? card? Yeah. Did his, you say his, card or card? His, his uh, WCW card when he used really? to have them. Yeah. I thought maybe you bought like a late model Chrysler off of him at an X-rated or something. Yeah, I bought like a an 85 uh, Fifth Avenue. <laughs> oh boy hey Harper why, what, while what, did it smell, what did it smell like in Dutch's 85 Fifth Avenue oh probably tobacco spit and uh f- probably farts you probably like the, you know like the like the old man farts like the ones your dad used to do oh the mom would start screaming Dude, I used to go by my dad's house sometimes uh, on weekends. That freaking dude used to fart, and it smelled like something died. Yeah. My, my dad used to fart and go, great balls of fire. 
What the hell, Hopper? Talk about Bruno. <laughs> talk about JYD, man. What the hell, bro? What's the Bruno talk? Let's talk about JYD in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. He's going to waddle into the promotion. I know Doc probably hadn't seen this. Harper, have you seen ever seen any of the first few UFCs, like one, two, three? I saw two. Yeah, the ones when they got like the like, there's no weight class. It's just like like fucking Street Fighter two. Back when Oleg Taktarov was in that thing. Yeah, I recently watched the first one and the second one again because they're on ESPN Plus. Oh, really, dude? I got that. It, yeah, um. Man, thank God they had all. They only had a few rules back then. One of them was no eye gouging. They would tell you no rules, but there actually was no eye gouging, and uh, there was maybe one or two others. Dude, somebody would have got killed if they wouldn't have put some rules around. <laughs> I think it matches. was uh, the eye gouging, balls, sh- shit, and I think uh, if you wore shoes, you couldn't kick. It was eye gouging and groin shots. I think you're right. There was one yeah. more, but I can't remember. But the very first UFC match ever, there's this Asian guy, and he's wrestling. I forget the white guy's name, and the white guy's like proficient in, in kickboxing. I forget what the other guy was. If he was a, I don't, I don't, I don't know what his expertise was. They used to just throw anybody in there, right? Yeah. Dude, the, the fight ends in like thirty seconds. The, the the Asian guy who's kind of big and bulky, like like fat, not not like muscular, but he's short and bulky. He's not he's not overflowing fat, sloppy, but he's a big dude. He goes to the ground and the kickboxer kicks him square in the face. Uh, knocked his teeth out. He's got to have a mouth guard. It's the very first fight on UFC one. And I thought about it the other day. I was like, thank God they put rules around this stuff. Because you can't, nowadays, if you watch UFC, I do watch it a lot, you can't kick a guy when he's down. You can't, you know, strike him when he's on the ground. Like, What's you can't be standing there. Shit. No, 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 That's hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You can't be, you can't, somebody can't be down and you just strike him in the head. You can't also strike him in the back of the head. Uh, so, I was thinking, man, thank God they put rules around it. Because I'm telling you, man, somebody would have died, bro. Somebody would have died. <laughs> Easily, but it's brutal. When you watch some of the old ones, if you think it's a brutal sport now, go back and watch was, the old ones. It had an air of danger to it for sure. Yeah, they didn't have. I mean, I know people go, "Well, they those are just small gloves, dude." It makes a big difference the gloves they have now versus bare knuckle. Because hitting yeah. somebody bare knuckle is a lot different than even that little bit of padding they have on them UFC gloves. It makes a difference. It's vicious stuff, though, man. You, if anybody out there, you got ESPN Plus, go back and watch some of that. I don't know if it's on YouTube, but holy crap. You'll be like, God damn. Dude, Hopper, Jim, I mean, Doc, Jim Brown is one of the commentators on the first couple. That can't be good. That's, <laughs> oh, God. How bad yes. is that? Um, It's not good. And, of course, Hoist Gracie wins and never throws a punch, just takes the guys to the ground and takes smothers them, get, them like a just, damn... St- <laughs> yeah. Octopuses yeah. on them. Basically, uh, it, it's... Yeah. Anyway. All right. So, we keep moving. They they show a clip of Barry Windham and the Horsemen attacking Sting and Luger. That's missing, though. JR mentions... Um, mentions we're going to take a look at 
that from Worldwide, but again, it's missing. And then we go to Sting, who's going to close out the promo, and Doc is going to do the Javorski at the end of this. Here it is. You know what, Rossi, the horseman, can't do anything worse than they've done to me already, and I'm still standing here. I'm still yelling and screaming and feeling probably more reckless than I ever had. And, you know, I got people coming up to me and saying, Sid Vicious and Barry Windham, a new addition to the Four Horsemen. There's five of them now. What about those odds thing? You and RoboCop against five. But you see, there's something that everybody forgot. Everybody up there, everybody that's going to be in the stands in Washington, D.C., with maybe a painted face, little ones, medium-sized and large ones, there's going to be a whole pack of people after you measly five. Think about that, Faraz. Ow! <laughs> the senior will be ready one week for the night, and we'll see you tomorrow night on the main event. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, that one was for you, Everett Starr, longtime BTC Hall of Fame Patreon member of the Sting Scream. God, Doc. Look at him. He's winding up right there. Look at a still shot. Right again. <laughs> oh, hold on. Here it is. Ow! The stinger will be ready. One week. He sounds like a typical asshole at spring break at the at the the fucking wet t-shirt contest sponsored by Bud Light. At <laughs> you know, <laughs> typical douchebag. I think you nailed it, Hopper. Uh, Doc, any comments on what we saw right there? So what are we rating this episode? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's let's definitely uh, let's definitely do that. So before we do so, I want to remind you. Uh, Like Doc said, there are no ads on this show, so become a patron. That way you can not only help support the show, but you get tons of extra content in return, over 300-plus Patreon episodes, including the video versions available at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Remember, Capital Combat is coming up within two weeks. There's also a clash a few weeks after that. Lots of stuff going to be available on our Patreon page. So again, tinyurl.com. Slash Patreon BTT. Doc, let's rate it. What are you going to give it? How long was this episode? Man. 28 minutes. 2901. I'm, I'm going to be honest because I always like to be honest with the people. Almost too short. I like that. I like that 40, 42, 48 minutes. That's a good. You get to see a good buffet of talent and you can really see some matches and some promos. That's my thought. And you still gave it an A plus because it was twenty nine minutes. A plus plus. See, told you. <laughs> no, it's not an A plus plus. But let me say this: it it was better than what we have seen by a considerable margin. I'm gonna give it an A. I am. Fair enough. I'm gonna give it an A as well, Hopper. What do you want to give it? An A. Not an A plus. I give it an A plus. It wasn't even a fucking half an hour. That's right. All right. So we need to give out our I mean, Rolexes. I mean, oh, go ahead. I, go ahead. I've chewed on toes longer than that. 
Our our toe discussion may have been longer than this 29-minute. Hey, man, you got Sid Vicious coming in and Dutch and the Southern boys. Let's give out the Rolex now. Before we do so, I want to remind you also, hey, man, it is October. The holidays Mm. are literally around the corner. Just a few weeks away, five weeks, six weeks maybe. You know, before you know it, Thanksgiving will be here, and then we'll play our annual blessing of the turkey or a meal, BTT style. Anyway, uh, don't forget to support us by using the our Amazon Associates link. That's the BTT Amazon Associates link at tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon, a great way to support the show, especially if you're already shopping on Amazon. So take that link, put it in the browser of your woman, your side piece, whatever you have next to you. We don't care what it is, what species it is, tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Make sure they use that every time they shop on Amazon and make sure you use it as well. And your support is appreciated when you use that link. Does uh, anybody doc, actually do that? Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, it's a, it is a very small kickback that, that they give to you. But, yeah, I mean, people use it. But beggars can't be choosers, right? Yeah, yeah. man. I mean, you know, when you're a small show you take every penny you can get. I don't understand why some of the bigger pods don't do it, like a Cornet or some of these other ones. They, you know, like JR used to do it. Yeah. Um, and I know they were making a grip, like, when he did it. So, because of all the, you know, downloads he got. Well, but... can I give everybody a little shopping advice? Well, please. Here's a, here's a PSA. Sting style. Go ahead. Here's a PSA from DOC. Uh-oh. No, no, I'm serious. We are less than three months from Christmas. You better do your shopping early. Because these supply chains are about to are about to snap in two. Yeah, for real, huh? About to? Let's keep going. So I'm just we saying, need to- man, that they had a thing that said. Today I read an article that said that the the just you you better plan ahead for this shit if you want little Timmy to get his fucking stocking full of bullshit. It's fake <laughs> fake news. That's nice, Doc. Let's go. You want to be the heel of the heel of all times? <laughs> Come up empty-handed on Christmas morning, especially for your wife or broad or whatever you have. Boy, you will be heel. Numero uno. Doc, who are you you giving your Rolex to? I went with Arn, man. I like that promo he cut. I thought Corny was good at the very open, and Flair was good too, but I just, it's good to have Arn cutting promos that set down the expectation of of violence. I'm giving it to Arn too, because the the, the R2D2 thing. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you going with, Hopper? Yes, Arn. Follow right. fucking R two D two. Come on, <laughs> uh, Doc. Hang tight. We're gonna wrap up before you normally have to get out of here, and because we got to talk to Harper about something with the pay per view. So, uh, but before we get out of here, I want to remind everyone: uh, get questions about this sometimes via the Facebook uh, page and messages there. I get an email. Yes, Harper is still doing the video shout outs, life and relationship advice. Uh, you just got to email him to chrisharper16wildcat at gmail.com uh, along with PayPal and him, uh, 20 bucks to cc30388cc yeah. at yahoo.com. 
Um, again, if you want props, especially food props, the supply chains in New Orleans are really broken. So there are some issues there if you want him to get props and you're sending more money. Uh, but I wanted to remind everyone, email Hopper, check the show description for all the details regarding his email and PayPal address. Uh, Hopper, any anything you want to add to what I just mentioned about your video shout outs, life advice, relationship advice, not just for listeners, but if listeners want to send a video to someone. No. All right. Uh, Doc, anything else? You can else? have Harper propose to your girl for you. Yeah, wow. I'll do that for you. Doc, anything else before we get out of here? I got to plug two more things. I got to, once we get off, I got to go plug something too, if you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, sure. I got to take a shit. Like, All right. Uh, Wouldn't that be okay. unplugging? Disposing. Disposing. Yeah. All right. Uh, check out our Vantage Point, the Retro no, no, Wrestling no, Podcast. On. I just want to thank Harper for not doing that on the air. That was nice. I appreciate it. It had been, I don't know. I mean, it'd been kind of cool to hear a bloosh in the <laughs> no, sir. toilet bowl rather than uh, the splash. Anyway, uh, shout out to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Marotta and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us. Please support them. Also, check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Prue and JV. They do our ECW show on our Patreon feed, and they do a show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So check them out as well. And on that note, that's all we got. The show is a little shorter than normal because, hey, 29 minutes to review. It doesn't take as much time to get through it. Doc, if you don't have anything, I don't have anything. Harper doesn't have anything. He's got to take a dump, and we got to talk to him about the pay-per-view. Hit the tagline so we can get out of here, Harper. Oh, no. He stepped away. Doc, you hit the tagline. Nobody's there. That's crazy.